Well, welcome once again to Legacy Leadership Alliance. I am Bishop Sean Cooper, and I tell you, it is a joy to share with you here on Legacy Leadership Alliance. Legacy Leadership Alliance is a weekly podcast dedicated to emerging generations and thought leaders for legacy transference in the marketplace, educational systems, and religious institutions. Legacy Leadership Alliance four points are Legacy, Mentorship, PK Alliance, and Pastoral Infrastructure. Listen, it has been about two months since the last time I did a podcast on Legacy Leadership Alliance. And I would like to apologize. I got uh, caught up in uh, School of Greatness, which is our mentoring program. And, of course, we're now in the detention centers, and then we have an alternative program for the kids so that they don't return back into uh, the detention center or the prison center. So we've been fully engaged in transforming the community and impacting this young generation. And I want you to continue to pray for us because it is amazing what God is doing. We have a a contract with the state. In fact, they renewed our contract in the season of the coronavirus because we were essential. Uh, and so we we're able to fight against that prison to pipeline dynamic. And I want to say all of you all that are uh, helping us and supporting us financially, we appreciate you. Thank you for Fivefold Ministry that just made an incredible donation. In fact, if you would like to be a giver uh, to uh, Family Resources for Education Empowerment. That is actually our nonprofit, but the program is School of Greatness. You can just go to freeinkshreve.com. That's freeinkshreve, S-H-R-E-V-E.com, freeinkshreve.com, and you can make a donation. Or if you like to be a monthly supporter, that would be a real blessing to the organization. So listen, I want to talk to some leaders. I want to deal with uh, stewarding a life of resilience as a leader. Now, looking at the backstage of leadership, and if we go underneath the surface and really tap into the origin and the struggle of ministry, uh, let's be real, it has been complicated and difficult, especially that 2020. <laughs> 2020 was crazy. And now we have moved in 2021, and I got great expectations. My faith is alive. I pray that yours as well. Um, there are some great things that God is doing, and he is doing. Uh, he's doing in us and through us and for us. But we still have to deal with finding new rhythms in leadership. And I mean brand new rhythms because, once again, the coronavirus, the economic stress, the political residue, have disjointed uh, many many of our rhythms, and now we're having to steward a life of resilience. In other words, to stay focused, stay committed, and stay fully engaged in what God has told us to do specifically. So if we're going to steward a life of resilience, I think we have to exercise in our leadership Proverbs 4 and 26. 4 and 26. The Bible says, ponder the path of your feet. And let all thy ways be established. Ponder the path of your feet. And let all your ways be established as a leader. 
Now, to ponder, it's very important as leaders, we have to to really look at this word, to ponder. To ponder means uh, to carefully examine, especially when you're making decisions. In other words, you have to ponder to reach a conclusion, to contemplate, to meditate, to regard, and even wrestle. You see, God will give us seasons to ponder, and I believe that we're in the season 2021 that our decisions have to be sound. Our prayer time have to be intimate, and it has to be um, full of growth. But we must ponder. To ponder is to set a value on, to give a, a, a proper judgment of direction. And, and listen, as we ponder the path of purpose and ponder the path of vision, ponder the path of the, the direction in which God lead us, we got to be, as leaders, careful not to become guilty of becoming emotionally clumsy. That's why I said emotionally clumsy. And that is when uh, we start lacking proper reasoning, and we never want to fall into that trap. When we become emotionally clumsy as a leader, our spiritual equilibrium get thrown off. And we start giving our minds over to distractions and it starts crippling our progress. And we get off the mandate because we become emotionally clumsy. Giving our mind, our attention, our focus over to things that don't matter or have no real eternal value. You know, I was just uh, disheartened by how emotionally clumsy a lot of leaders allow themselves to get involved in, especially when it comes to uh, moving beyond what is necessary politically. As leaders, we have to stay focused, exercising wisdom, prudence, and the ability, like I said, to ponder the path of God's purpose, the purpose of God in your life, by seeking and searching out God. Uh, God's will and the fundamentals, the fundamental tools to be utilized in order to impact a generation. So stewarding a life of resilience in this moment as, as a leader is very essential that we don't allow distractions to derail the mission that God has given us. And I'm letting you know, it is, it is very difficult uh, to stay focused. We got digital fatigue digital distractions. So it takes a lot of focus and resilience uh, to be impactful, especially in this digital world. But let me encourage you, Pastor, that our faith must be unbreakable. We have to biblically ponder the path of purpose, examine, investigate, wrestle with the decisions and situations, because all of these things that we go through need an answer but between pondering the path, right, of the purpose of God and wisdom and prudence, um, it makes it almost impossible for us not to make the right decision simply because we're not allowing the circumstances around us to blur our vision because we're pondering the path and we're exercising the spirit of resilience. And that resiliency will give us the necessary uh, inner workings, right, so that we could 
finish what God told us and we could finish faithfully. So as we steward a life of resilience and the Lord help us with finding new rhythms, there must be a sense of duration within us, okay? Duration. Having that faith to finish. Duration is very, very significant because in this particular climate, quitting, getting distracted and overwhelmed and even burnout uh, is always obtainable. It's, it's always available to us. It's a negative, but because we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And I believe that Satan has just accelerated his attack against leadership. But we must commit to duration in this resilience, right? Having the faith to finish, uh, knowing that God has given us the capacity, the revelation, the inner workings, and the strength to finish. And God is going to give you, as a leader, the navigating tools, right? The, the spiritual compass to make sure that you navigate through the minefields of distractions, depressions, and those things that come. But we, you have to commit to duration. I'm going to finish this ministry. I'm going to finish this evangelistic uh, outreach. I'm going to finish faithfully. Whatever God has showed you concerning the end, then that means that you are not to die in the process. So committing to duration and having the faith to finish and also dealing with this resilient piece, okay, uh, stewarding this resilience you, you need to know as a leader that God has given you complete access to not just duration, but durability. <laughs> you know, what's the use of having duration, but you're broken down physically, inflated internally in the process? No, he's going to give you duration, but also he's going to give you durability. And that is the, the ability to exist for a long season, a long time without losing quality or value. You are withstanding the test, and God will stretch out the, the, the durability in you, right? The endurance, okay? I call it the killer instinct, the dog in you, okay? That durability to be able to wither the storm, to win, okay? For a long, significant time of struggle, but you have not lost quality in faith. You have not lost content and value in the process of that because you have duration and then you have durability. You're pondering that path. You are staying focused in the mandate. I know for myself, staying focused and being committed to focus have been a wrestling match emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually because there are so many distractions. And I've had to really um, examine my faith in the process of 2020 to make sure that the battle of leadership and what it takes to lead and be resilient, like I'm talking about, that it hasn't worn on me to the degree that it has crippled my faith or caused resistance. The Bible deals with, you know, the shield of faith to stop all the fiery darts of the devil and one of the one of the dynamics or strategies of the shield in those days where they would put 
leather on the shield and anointing oil on it so that when they shoot the arrows, it will deflect, right? It won't, it wouldn't penetrate through the shield. And I think that that is very significant to us that the anointing of God have to cover us so that when the enemy shoots his deceptive darts to derail us, discourage us, or deplete us, we have the covering, right, of the anointing that will deflect so it doesn't damage the shield of faith or penetrate through the shield of faith. That is very significant. And through the grace of God, being resilient, pondering the path, staying focused, and not being emotionally clumsy, not getting addicted to anything but the cross and the mandate which God has called me, and then keeping political things in perspective as well. you got to have a message to preach to the people, but not allowing those things to overwhelm us that we get in the quicksand of deception and begin to drown simply because we were never called to be in the quicksand, waddling in the affairs of men. So this stewarding a life of resilience as a leader is going to be key to 2021. Paul said, I, I fought a good fight. In other words, this fight that I fought was worthy, it was honorable, and it was notable. It was a notable, honorable, worthy fight. And then he said, I have finished my course and I've kept the faith. This fight was remarkable. And let me ask you, as a leader that's listening to me, I pray that you're fighting the right fight, okay? And that fight is the fight that God has chosen for you as a leader to fight, economically, spiritually, within your family, within the mission of God, that you're accurate, that you're not having misplaced affections. You're not distracted by what's going on in the media and, and what's happening politically and, and all these things haven't got you drunk on the drama that you cannot see the purpose of God or you cannot do the purpose of God due to that distraction. I have a principle that states one of the highest levels of self-dignity that one could achieve is finishing what you started. Okay, finishing what you started. And so that's very important as we steward a life of resilience that we stay focused with the mandate that God has given us. Jesus said in Luke, was it 14, whoever does not preserve and carry his own cross, that leader has to carry their cross and they have to have that resilience in them. He said, if you don't carry that cross, you cannot be my disciple. We will have to come under persecution. We will have to face the battles of doctrinal delusion, uh, satanic activity that will come to distract us from the mandate which God has given us. You have to fight in faith. Let me say it that way. A true finisher will never commit to what they cannot complete. If God has given you um, a mandate, which he's given us all mandates and missions and calls and things of that nature, and you don't commit to the finish, you, you are, um, it's going to be a tedious journey because distractions are always going to be there and you're going to find yourself disjointed trying to fulfill the purpose of God 
And I guess that's the, the job of the devil, right? Is to make us second guess the mandate, is to get us distracted that we can't finish satisfactory for God. All great finishers, all great leaders have an unbreakable focus. All of them. Look at Daniel, you look at Gideon, you look at uh, Abraham. These, these guys' focus was unbroken. Now, it doesn't mean that they didn't struggle. What it meant is that the purpose of God was greater than the distraction around them. And as a result of that, they had unbreakable focus. They were resilient in their faith. Paul said, I kept the faith. I finished my course, right? Because his focus was unbreakable. In 2021, it's going to be essential that we manage our emotions. We have a stewardship of a life of resilience as a leader. And we fully engage in the mission that God has given us faithfully. I guess what I'm saying is biblical resilience, biblical resilience doesn't let circumstance dictate direction. It doesn't let circumstances dictate direction because biblical resilience stays focused with God's mandate. They don't operate in the rigid or the, uh, the fragile Although we get vulnerable, but our faith is consistent, right? Because our faith is focused on, on the purpose of God. And in that, we don't dwell in rigidness. We, we are fragileness, right? Because our total essence, our total being is totally dependent on God. And so I think we need to ask God to reset our resilience, right? Because when we have that biblical resilience, we're simply victorious as a leader. You know, whenever you read the Bible, whether it's Daniel, Joshua, these, these characters, were they had great resilience. And what I found out, that biblical resilience have never buckled under the power of crooked or dishonored behavior when you have the right type of resilience. And remember, we talk about managing the heart of resilience. Or let me say, um, stewarding uh, resilience, a life of resilience as a leader. Okay, now that's very important. So when, when you have that resilience, you become persistent and there's a relentlessness about you. Why? Because the person, the, the purpose of God is personal to the persistent. Well, my time is up. Really enjoyed our time together. And why don't you, of course, subscribe to the broadcast if somebody sent this to you. And you that are my friends in ministry, why don't you send this to another leader, pastor, business leader. I believe their life will never be the same. Remember, it is better to live by principle than to die by impulse. You go with God and be incredibly blessed.